Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to another deep dive episode. Yay! Um, I picked the last couple of deep dive groups. So this week I let Angelica pick and I was so happy with her pick because it would have been my pick if I got to pick. I'm glad that you said that because I've been wanting to do this one for a while. It was an insta. As soon as you said deep dive, I said Wonder Girls. (laughs) Yes. Wonder Girls. So we're doing Wonder Girls today for no particular reason other than that we wanted to. It just felt like time for a deep dive and Wonder Girls has been at the top of my list. We have a very long list of potential Mm -hmm. deep dives, but I personally wanted to do Wonder Girls because... I have a lot of I had a lot of questions about them. Sure. Um, I knew that they had a lot of member changes. Um, and so I wanted to I had to know. I had to know. Had to know. And what a perfect yes. excuse. Then it's an episode of our very own show. Yeah, to find <laughs> out exactly everything we wanted to know and put it in order. It's a good thing we have this outlet for our curiosity. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> Lord knows I would do it anyway. I would have done it anyway. <laughs> and then I would just have all this knowledge and nothing to do with it so it's better to share it with Mm y'all um so if you've never tuned into a deep dive episode of this podcast before uh we are going to try to teach you everything that we can about a k-pop group all in one episode and we will start by discussing what our how we are coming at the group Mm -hmm. our fan perspective context Mm-hmm. And then we'll meet the members one by one, and then we'll go through the timeline in chronological order, mm-hmm. and then we'll end by watching their most popular music video. Yes, and that's how we lieu, always do it. In lieu of a <laughs> random game, we will watch this group's most watched, unless we have gotten them in the random game before, and which we have not in this case. So. Yeah. The rules so, apply. <laughs> so to get started, Wonder Girls. How do we, what do we know about the Wonder Girls or how do we feel about the Wonder Girls? Well, I feel like one of the reasons I had so many questions is because I'm such a huge fan of Sunmi and Hotfelt as soloists, mm-hmm. but I mostly knew them as soloists. Like I thought that I only really knew like two title tracks. Like I knew... Sure. But then I ended up, as I went through this discography, I actually knew all of them. Like, I was yeah. here convinced that, like, I only knew one or two. And then, no, I knew them all. And not even just, like, from this podcast, but, like, just from listening to K-pop since, like, 2013, 2014. Like, I had absorbed a lot of these. Mm-hmm. But I think the majority of my knowledge, like, before this show, I think all I knew about the Wonder Girls was, like, a couple title tracks. And I knew that they had a lot of member changes. Mm-hmm. And I think I thought of them, especially after Why So Lonely came out, because that was the first Wonder Girls song, which is like... Of to- our active K-pop fan life, right? No, 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 was- no, no, no. No? But w- the one, the first of the ones that like really grabbed us, which is unfortunate because it was at the very end. But <laughs> um, 
all I knew about, I think I, because of that, like thought of them as like, oh, well, they're the ones that are a band. And I kind of thought maybe partially that they were like always a band. Mm. But then once we started doing this show, like they have come up so many different times and we've done so many different episodes. Like when we talk about K-pop in the USA and then we did like a movie club that featured Wonder Girls. And then like we've done like when talking about English versions, they've just come up so much that I felt like even before doing all the research for this, I knew a lot yeah. about their about their career. Mostly I wanted to do this because I was like, I must know the member combinations and timelines. Like yeah. I was so confused by the member changes. And I think maybe that's why I had like not really gotten into Wonder Girls before mm-hmm. because there was so much change and I was like, oh, I don't know. What's going on there? Yeah, I totally, I totally get that because I think I feel like similarly, like I knew that Hyona was in the Wonder Girls, but not really. Mm-hmm. And so I had that. And then I knew Sunmi and I knew I knew Sunmi's face, but I felt like whenever I would randomly pull up a Wonder Girls music video or if it came up, I couldn't you find could never Sunmi. Find and then Sunmi. I'd be like, how many people are in like, and then I'd be confused about who was in the group and when everything fell in the timeline. So like, yeah, I wanted to lay it all out and be like, how did wonder girls work? And now it makes a lot of sense in my mind, but it was confusing for a very long time. So with all of that said, let's look at this timeline that we've put together. But before we do, we'd like to look at some big picture facts Mm -hmm. about wonder girls. So they debuted on February 10th, 2007 under JYP. Um, and their fan color was Pearl Burgundy. Love that. And their fan club name is The Wonderfuls. Perfect. Cute. Fits with the theme. Mm-hmm. They were known as South Korea's retro queens. Um, and the year that they disbanded, they ranked number three on Billboard's top 10 K pop girl groups of the past decade. Throughout their 10-year career, they had 34 wins, 82 nominations between 2007 and 2017. They released three studio albums, two compilation albums, four EPs, 18 singles, 14 music videos, and debuted in over three countries. Yeah. Yes, over three. I can confidently say that. (laughs) Yeah, I think you can. Um, yeah, so let's meet the members of the Wonder Girls. And I put all members, past, present, future, <laughs> all in age order. Yes, because here's the tricky thing about the Wonder Girls. The Wonder Girls throughout their 10 years, very unlike any other group we've had, had four different member combinations Mm-hmm. Some of which had replacements and then also returning members. Yeah. So there are six members all together that have ever been a part of Wonder Girls. And they were always in combinations of either five or four. Yeah. Truth. Um, so we'll go through them in age order. And then as we go through the timeline, we'll remind you who is a part yes. of each comeback we and where we stand. We will always note who's... Who, who we're with. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with the oldest member of the Wonder Girls. And this is Yubin. Her birth name is Kim Yubin. Um, and she is the main rapper, vocalist, face, and was the drummer for the band portion. 
of Wonder Girls. Yes. Her birthday is October 4th, 1988. Um, Yubin was the sixth person added to Wonder Girls. We'll get to it in the timeline, but she is the oldest. Yes, she is the sixth. <laughs> I had to do the math in my head for a second. <laughs> um, and she was added in 2007, and we'll get to it later. But uh, Yubin also joined Unpretty Rap Star. That came up last week as one of those competition-y shows. Um, and she was on it in 2015 and caused like a ruckus and everybody had like the girl crush entered the lexicon because everybody mm. had a girl crush on Yubin. Um, and so she like got a new wave of fame as a rapper on that. Um, and then we always try to tell you how to find each member in a picture. So Yubin has the most like oval face, like mm-hmm. her face is like a perfect oval, like very wide jaw. She has super resting bitch face, but was like the sexy one. So it's like a sexy resting bitch face. And she was always tan, like so much tanner than everyone else. Yes, so much tanner. And when she first joined the group, um, she always had like a ton of hair in her face, like so much hair and a lot of like really smudgy eyeliner because she was like a tough chick. And she has a very, very low rap voice and she does not try to be, she doesn't try to be cute and she doesn't try to be like come hither sexy either. Mm. She's very much just like, I am rapping and this is the beat and it's like way down here. (laughs) (laughs) So she has like a much more like intimidating persona, I think. But also when you said that she was the sixth, that made me realize that I misspoke earlier because there are seven total Wonder Girls members who are always seven different members in four combinations (laughs) of either five or four at a time. Yes. There we go. (laughs) See, this is why we needed the deep dive. There was much confusion. For sure. Much confusion. All right, the next oldest is Yoon Park Yoon. She is one of the leaders, a main vocalist, and the keyboardist once they got to their band phase. She was born on May 26th, 1989, and she is also known as Hotfelt, and she has the English stage name Yenny as well. She's the only member of the Wonder Girls who is in the original lineup and has never left on hiatus or before they disbanded. So she's the only one who was there from the beginning. She debuted as a soloist under the name Hotfelt in 2014, and she plays guitar and the piano. She was the only member of the group to play her instrument before they started the band portion of their discography. (laughs) And she has 28 composition credits for herself and other artists, two little dogs and a cat, and she dated Jin Woon from 2AM from 2013 to 2017. Wow, that's a long time. And then she wrote great breakup songs and roasting his ass. Yeah. Wow, she really did, actually. (laughs) Oh my God, I didn't think, I didn't know that 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 was about another idol because I didn't know anything about her. This is like learning. This is like the Alanis Morissette, Dave Coulier thing. (laughs) See, it all comes back. It all comes back around. Y'all thought that was a random tangent that we went on, but here it is coming back up. Wow. I'm going to have to re-listen to that. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. I had a really hard time figuring out how to like describe Ian's face because I don't know. It just like is if I saw if a people don't have like face. a super like 
distinctive thing. Like the only thing I could say is like, she's a closed mouth smiler for the majority. Like she's usually like a closed mouth smiler kind of person. And she was like blonde sometimes. She was blonde sometimes. And in like the English in the America portion, she was like the speaker. She was like the person who like, talked for the group yeah she was kind of like the main character of the movie too like she had the love interest so she was kind of like the the face of their american phase for sure um she is one of the lead singers so like that's one of the ways that you can find her i feel like she has kind of cat-like eyes like especially when she straight yeah like they don't tip up or down at all they're like very level Mm -hmm. like half circle like they're kind of flat on the bottom half circle eyes Mm -hmm. i don't know she's pretty she's so eyebrows are great she has really good eyebrows yeah she's just so beautiful (laughs) she's so beautiful she's so beautiful (laughs) all right next in age line is sunyi min sunyi uh, she is another of the leaders. The original leader. The original leader, yes. Original leader. Yes. Main vocalist, lead dancer, face, JYP's favorite, the pillar of Wonder Girls. Uh, she was born on August 12th, 1989. Um, and her American stage name for America Time was just Sun. She left the group in 2013, mm-hmm. um, but she was one of JYP's longest serving trainees alongside Joe Kwan from 2AM, and they are like bestest best friends, and they were supposed to release a single last year. I don't know if they ever did, um, but she also, I saw, appeared on TV a bunch as like a singing child, like back oh. when, before her debut, she was one of those like, look, this child can sing. And yeah. so she showed up and on she, TV sometimes. Yeah, she is like the main vocalist of Wonder Girls. So like her and Yenny are always the ones that are like going back and forth with their like belty ad-libs. Yeah. But she is like the tiniest face. Her face is super small. I feel like it's really easy to point her out because like just her head in general is like really tiny and her cheekbones like make a very sharp V and then she has a squared off chin. It's like yeah. a very distinct face, like bottom face shape. Mm-hmm. I agree. But Sunye, we'll talk about it later, but she's married. She has three children. She lives in Canada. We'll get yeah. to it. But that's where she's at these days. Next in the age order is Sunmi, Lee Sunmi. She was the main dancer, vocalist, visual, and bassist for Wonder Girls. She was born on May 2nd, 1992. Um, And she was in the original debut lineup, left in 2010, and then rejoined in 2015. And she is one of the main reasons that I needed to know what the deal was (laughs) with Wonder Girls. Because I'm such a huge Sunmi stan. And I knew she was part of the Wonder Girls. But like you said before, I would watch Wonder Girls stuff and then be like... Why don't I recognize Sunmi? <laughs> because she wasn't there. And I was like, but why? So I had to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she debuted as a soloist in 2013. Um, and she is also very, very beautiful. Also very beautiful. Yeah. Huge eyes. Uh, good eye smile. Mm-hmm. Big mouth with a big smile. Just like a generally, like I feel like actual Sunmi is such a like smiley, smiley person. And soloist Sunmi is like, serious face yes very very (laughs) like yeah very serious face Mm -hmm. i also felt like at debut when she was like 14 she kind of looked like crystal like when she was extra extra young oh yeah i don't know i feel like 
I can see crystal. That. There's a lot of people who look like crystal. She's like a, <laughs> some kind of template for like a young, plain, like, oh, look at that beautiful, that plain, beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and simple, <laughs> beautiful features. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And I feel like nowadays, like as a solo artist, Sunmi has like such a unique like appeal. But I feel like she she really grew into that, like in debut. I think she I mean, obviously, she was very young when she debuted. But I feel like I had a hard time picking her out in the very early stages until she would do like she would like catch the camera in a certain way that I was like, oh, that's her like that. I can see the sparkle in her eye or whatever. Interestingly enough, her um, her little, you know, placard semicolon, whatever in the debut show is that she's the hidden card. Oh, so. Wow. That's fitting. (laughs) I nailed it. You got it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the only other thing I could like note for like what I felt like one, the wonder girls version of Sunmi had bangs a lot more often than like Sunmi Sunmi has bangs. Sunmi definitely (laughs) never has bangs on her own. But so Wonder I feel Girl like Sunmi had yeah. bangs. She did sometimes. Yeah, she definitely did. <laughs> Next in the age order is Hyanna. Kim Hyanna. Hyanna Hyanna. My Hyanna. The the Hyanna. <laughs> the Hyanna. And she was the main rapper, main dancer, and vocal of Wonder Girls. Her birthday is June 6, 1992. Um, but Hyanna was only in the Wonder Girls for five months. Mm-hmm. So please see episode 107 of this podcast for everything about Hyanna. I'm just going to let it go now. She's had all of her time. Yes. Um, she was in the debut lineup and then she left. Moving on. <laughs> I hate to do that. Queen of my life. But this is not her episode. This is not about you, Kenna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next, we have Sohi, birth name An Sohi. She was a vocalist, main dancer, and face for Wonder Girls. She was born on June 27th. Oh, a day right before me. 1992. <laughs> She was in the original debut lineup and then left in 2013, and she was named The Nation's Little Sister by the Korean media in 2008. She's also an actress. She was in Train to Busan and the Korean remake of Entourage. Yes. Um, And, like, Sohee, I feel like, has a very distinct face that's pretty easy to, like, um, pick out. I think the most distinctive face is Sohee's, for sure. Because she has, like single eyelids and like kind of like small eyes and like bunny teeth and like I don't know she has like cute critter energy the (laughs) same way that Sunny from SNSD does (laughs) I think like they have similar they don't look the same but they have similar qualities to their face with like the little apple cheeks and the like very like almost cartoonish mouth um, mm-hmm. And I feel like she looks like the Maknae. Like she, to me, always looked the youngest. Um, yeah, but weirdly enough, in the original lineup, Sohee, Hyuna, and Sunmi, their birthdays are like within a six-week window. Mm-hmm. Like they were like a Maknae, like three Maknae's as much yeah. as you could have three Maknae's. They were like exactly the same age. Yeah, that's true. And there's the only, and then like the, the, I almost said Hyung line, <laughs> the <laughs> unline, um, was also very close together. So I think when they debuted, they had two 19 year olds and three 14 year olds. Two 18 year Oh no. When they debuted. Yeah. Two 18 year olds. Two 18 year olds and three 14 year olds. Yeah. 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 Two 18 year olds and three 14 year olds. Crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. 
last member in age order of the Wonder Girls is Helim. Woo Helim. Uh, she was another rapper, vocalist, the actual Makne, and played the guitar for the band part of mm-hmm. the Wonder Girls. Her birthday is September 1st, 1992. And she was added to the group last in, ni- in 2010. So it also fits that she's last on our list because she came yeah. into the group last too. Um, and her American stage name for America tour was just Lim. Make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she speaks four languages, English, Korean, Mandarin, and Cantonese. She, um, her dad was like a Taekwondo master and she like went to cool international school and we'll talk about it later in the timeline, but like she was part of JYP's like Chinese conglomerate trainee Mm. thing. So she like, she had a very like international life pre-debut. Um, and yeah, she has also another one of the very distinct faces because she has like really big round eyes. And, like, big cheeks and, like, the deep, deep Cupid's bow in her top lip. Like, I don't know. Her face is very distinctive. Yes. She really doesn't look like any of the other gr- other girls. I feel like she has a totally different face shape in the way mm-hmm. that none of the other girls do. Um, and when she first joined the group, they gave her, like, the classic 2010, like, super huge swoopy bangs that, like, covered <laughs> half of her face. Um, but then she has a very later on, she has a very distinctive bob. And I feel like the short hair is how I recognize her is what mm. I know her face to the best like. as. Yeah. 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 Helim is also recently married. She got married last year to a national Taekwondo athlete, not mm. unlike her father. It is but um, yeah, they got married uh, in July of last year. And he's very cute. But they had been dating since 2013. <gasps> All of the, like, yes. Wonder Girls relationships as they come up in the timeline were, like, long all hidden. Around. Yeah. And also and they, they all started active. around 2013. <laughs> what was going on? What? Well, we'll let's find out we'll what the Wonder Girls were up to in 2013. <laughs> Getting boyfriends, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's jump into this timeline. So pre-debut. JYP revealed the name of his very first girl group in May 2006, The Wonder Girls. But I also read, fun fact, that the original group name was to be LC, which stood for Ladies Club. Hmm. And that this version of Wonder Girls, Ladies Club, all the girls were going to have stage names. And Sunny was going to be Sunny, and Yeon was going to be Silver, and Sunmi was going to be Berry, and Hyuna was going to be Mint, and Sohee was going to be Icy. Ooh, I hate those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. That's so many stage names. That is a lot of stage names. And also Berry and Mint. Why? Yeah. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And I also read that, like, JYP said in the far future that, like, he had he didn't want to debut them. He like didn't think that the Makne girls were ready. Mm. But he loved Sunyi so much and he trusted her so much that he was like, She'll pull it off. I can debut them. Like she'll whip them into shape. It'll be fine. Like wow. I trust Sunyi. He really she was his favorite. Like hands down. That's quite a yeah, that's quite a gamble. 
Um, but in December of 2006, the members were introduced through an MTV show called MTV Wonder Girls. And I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning watching most of this show last night <laughs> with no subtitles. It had Vietnamese subtitles on it, but I powered through anyway. <laughs> um, I still have three episodes left to go and I'm going to finish it. But, um, they introduced all of the members like one by one. Mm-hmm. And show their lives, but they only introduce the first four. There's no Yenny there. Then in episode five, they hold auditions and you meet like four potential Wonder Girls because they show that they had like a send in your video audition mm. and they show a little montage of boys who sent in videos. And if I remember correctly, Wu Young from 2 p.m. Yes, is Wu Young for boys. 2 p.m. auditioned for the Wonder Girls and that's how he got became a trainee uh, for JYP because he sent in a tape for the Wonder Girls. Yeah. So then they like choose Yenny and the sixth episode. And then they literally show her like showing up to the dorm for the first time. And the girls are like, hey, this is your bed. Welcome. And then they have to catch her up because they've already like learned the single dance and shot some of the jacket photos. Like it seems like the comeback wow, is that sounds done. just like a book I recently read. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It really does. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I need to watch it. Keep, I need to keep watching it. I literally love it, but I couldn't stop watching it because baby Hyuna, she's literally exactly the same, like exactly <laughs> the same. It's crazy. In her introduction episode, she shows how to turn a pair of shorts into a skirt. Like she does her like sure. crafty gl- and she puts like a glitter Mickey Mouse on the butt and like too much stuff. And I'm like, you haven't changed at all in like 15 years. <laughs> but now she gets to do all that shit herself and then actually wear it on the stage. Yeah. Look at her. But it's just really wild to like look at them because they're so little. They're like literally so little and they like yeah. don't have any idea that some of them are going to be like international superstars. They're yeah. just children. I know they are really so small. And then also like because of the time period too, like obviously we're going to talk about it when we get into all of their um, albums, but watching some of their early stages and stuff, I was like, look at these children. Look at these (laughs) young, young children. (laughs) Young, young children. So let's get into the debut. Um, Oh, but MTV Wonder Girls, their reality show did air four different seasons from 2007 to 2010. And it is just one of several reality shows they have. And they also have a documentary about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we dive into the first ep- uh, the first comeback debut on our timeline, we got to take a quick break. This episode of Ask Me About K-Pop is brought to you by Idol Gossip, a brand new YA novel written by Alexandra Lee Young. Idol Gossip tells the story of Alice Choi, a Chinese-American teenager with big dreams of being a singer. But when Alice is accepted at one of the biggest K-pop labels in South Korea, she finds that maybe she should have listened to this podcast because she doesn't know anything about what she's gotten herself into. Can Alice overcome the harsh world of trainee life and the intense eye of a notorious gossip blogger to debut with her group at the Dream Concert? We love this book and can't wait for all of you to read it with us, so pick up your copy now. Idle Gossip is published by Walker Books US and is available now wherever books are sold. All right, we're back, and it's time to get into it. It's Wonder Girls debut day. It's February 13th, 2007. And their first EP is called The Wonder Begins. And the first single is called Irony. 
right, so this debut lineup, we have five members. Leader, Sonyi. Yoon, Sunmi. Sohee, Maknae, Hyana. Their debut stage on Show Music Core was actually on February 10th, but the album was released on the 13th. Uh, it sold 11,454 physical copies in 2007. Um, and we did talk about this a little bit in the Hyuna Deep Dive because I did cover the Wonder Girls mm -hmm. debut as it was part of her timeline. Correct. But as a recap, the concept for this music video is that they're like totally spies and they like one of them is getting cheated on. And so they like use a bunch of spy stuff to like catch him in the club and they voodoo doll him and they put a camera on a dog and it's good times. Yeah, it's a really, really fun music video. And the song is fun too. Like it has this, I mean, it has like a piano and like JYP intro. <laughs> um, and then like the whole song has these really crazy, like blown out synths, but it's very catchy. It's a little it repetitive, catchy. but it's, it's very catchy. And the lyrics are like, you always say that I'm different from every girl you've dated. And you always say that you're different from every other guy out there, but why should I believe you? Like, I know what kind of person are you? Irony or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but the crazy thing about this is I feel like the styling is very strange, especially for a group that has three 14-year-olds in it. And when I was watching the debut documentary, The Wonder Girl Show, they interviewed the stylist. And when she showed her inspiration images for the music video outfits, it was literally entirely pictures of slutty Halloween costumes. Like, oh, entirely. Wow. That was all she had for reference photos was like those like, wow, skimpy Halloween costumes. So, like, that's why I think their clothes are so small. But, like... Yeah, I mean, I we know. did talk about it in Hyanna's deep dive about how, like, she was 14. But we didn't realize at the time that the uh, Sohee and Sunmi were as well. Um, but, yeah, Hyanna's clothes are so small. Like, her shorts are so short and she's wearing, like, not really a top. Um, and, yeah, they... Wonder Girls always had, like, a pretty sexy vibe. Like, they never did egg or like they have a sense of humor in their music videos and concepts for sure mm -hmm. and like we said that they're called the retro queens we're gonna make note of all their retro inspirations throughout the years so they definitely have like a heavy style like they're very stylized but they never get really like egg they're always sexy for sure yeah. which like mm -hmm. for a group that had such young members is an interesting choice i think so too mm. But um, this three-track EP, it was, or The Wonder Begins is a three-track EP that has uh, songs called Bad Boy and It's Not Love. All three of them are written by JYP. I made a note of all the lyric creds because JYP, as this first girl group, has a very, 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 very heavy hand in everything that they do. To the point that it seems to me and if you watch it, that like, it seems like in JYP's mind, he was debuting this group to literally be his backing group. Like in his mind, it was JYP and the Wonder mm -hmm. Girls. Like yeah, that yeah, they yeah. are his little Motown singers that stand behind him, JYP. Mm. Like is the vibe that so much of it feels like. Yes, and it literally becomes that at a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually sure. several times it does. <laughs> um, but uh, but the song was 
popular. Uh, it won a Mama for Best New Female Group, and it also won a Psy World Digital Music Award. Um, it was a Song of the Month for February, the month it came out. Ooh. I also learned, fun fact, that JYP couldn't decide if you wanted Irony or another song called This Fool to be the debut track, so he let Rain pick, and Rain picked Irony. Mm. Well, good choice, Rain. <laughs> Um, and then shortly after debut, they officially debuted the Wonderfuls fan club. Like, yes. Very quickly. Very quickly. Um, and a couple months later, in April of 2007, MTV Wonder Girls season two started airing, which was called The Wonder Life. The second season was totally different from the first season. And each episode was um, basically the girls have an opportunity to experience something new. So like they took a cooking class or they did like a flower arranging or like in the last episode, they go bungee jumping. Um, so one of those just a regular K-pop group variety show. <laughs> but it was 2007. So it wasn't regular it's a big yet. Deal. It was and it's also exciting. MTV, which right. is rare. Like that's a big deal. And that's comes the other thing a lot of times. Yeah, I feel like JYP made a nice deal with MTV mm -hmm. re Wonder Girls because, as we'll get into, I think he always planned to use them to try to get into America. Like, I think that was always part of the plan. Mm. So, like, hooking up with MTV really early. Yeah, from the beginning. Seemed to be part of it, for sure. Um, and also in April of 2007, they had their first showcase abroad in Beijing, and it was attended by 70 members of the Chinese press and 600 fans. Um, they did a couple of songs and they got written about glowingly in the newspaper. <laughs> Good for them. Um, then on June 25th, 2007, Sohi was removed from the group for a little while because she was filming a movie that's called Hellcats. You can watch it on Vicky, I think. Um, but she got in a motorcycle accident filming this movie, and so her knee was all screwed up. So she got pulled from promo for a little while. And then shortly after, on August 1st, 2007, is when Hyanna was removed from the Wonder Girls by her parents. Mm -hmm. um, fans had been noticing that Hyanna was missing from stuff a lot. Um, and bless my chronically ill queen, always been chronically ill. She had been in the hospital twice in the five months that since Wonder Girls had debuted. And her parents said, no. And they yeah. took her out. And then she said... I'll do it anyway. And she's still fainting to this day. Bless her. Um, but yeah, that was it. And But then the other three healthy members of uh, Wonder Girls had to keep doing, doing their like, China shows. Little, doing mm -hmm. China shows and their mall greetings as three people and two backup dancers. Yeah. So they, they kept on trucking as best as they could. And then in September of 2007, just uh, the very next month, New Wonder Girls member Yubin was announced. Uh, she was originally supposed to debut in a group called Five Girls with Gina. After school, Yui, Secret Hyosung, and Spika's Jiwon. Uh, but the company ran out of money before they could debut, so her talent agency, Good Entertainment, sent her to JYP to replace Hyuna. Yes. So... On September 13th, 2007, the Wonder Girls released their first album called The Wonder Years, and the single is Tell Me. So 
This lineup is still five members. We've got leader Sunyi, Yun, Sunmi, Sohi, and now Yubin. But Yubin came in so late that it's actually Hyuna's vocals on all of the tracks, except for like a remixed version of uh, their title and a B-side called Wishing on a Star. So Yubin was too, was added so quickly before <laughs> that they debuted that she really just took over the live vocals. Yes, but luckily for Yubin, this was a really successful smash comeback. Oh, it so was a hit. totally fine. That she joined so late because, yes, this album was certified platinum. It peaked at number one in both South Korea and Thailand. It got 10 music show trophies and it started what was called in pop culture the tell me virus because the choreo has like these cute points and little knee kicks and it's really easy to do and Mm -hmm. it is very addicting. Um, So a group of policemen was featured on the show Star King doing a cover of the Tell Me Dance. And then it was just like, I don't know. That's when it had hit true. Yeah. When other when regular people are covering it, then, you know. Yes, there were so many different covers from this video. The policemen were just one that happened to go viral and then they got featured on this show and they're pretty good at it. And the choreo to this is so funny. It's like. There's this part where they like come forward and they're almost doing like a little like penguin move because they like don't move their arms and they just lean mm-hmm. with their shoulders. Um, and yeah, it's very simple in the kind of like tiara style. Um, but the retro inspiration for this one they claimed was 80s and they did like specifically state like this is 80s inspired. Um, but it definitely felt like 2000s does 80s um, yeah. because the outfits are very like you know they're wearing like they're someone's just so wearing Disney Channel. It's just that layers yes. the like the leggings with a skirt and then a t-shirt with a vest mm-hmm. and uh, like it's just like they're wearing so many layers and so many like vests and they're just kind of they're more dressed like kids in this one than they were in their debut Absolutely. thing. Honestly, yes, actually this one too is also not a sexy concept. I will say like it's it is a very it's a much more I don't know just like. Which, which is a dance song. They're not like really yeah. going for any kind of overtly flirtatious vibe. The lyrics, well, because the lyrics of this one are like, I didn't think that you actually would like me back. So mm-hmm. I'm like so excited that you do like me back. So just tell me, tell me like, oh, I can't yeah. believe it. Like you do like me back. So it's just that mm-hmm. kind of um, happy crush kind of song. Yeah. And the song does sample another song, which is from the eighties. It samples a song called two of hearts by an artist named Stacy Q, which came out oh in 1986. God. I've always thought that I'd never, I'm glad it's actually credited yeah. because I've literally always thought that about it. Well, so, you, you were go. correct. Good ear. Great. <laughs> This one was released as a sequel to the previous EP, so that's where the title comes from, and it's going to become a part of a set. Um, They had five promoted singles, Irony, Bad Boy, It's Not Love, Tell Me, and This Fool, which was the song you mentioned before that JYP couldn't decide if that Mm -hmm. one should have been their debut. Um, But this whole album is, it's a 13-track album, and eight out of 13 of them are by JYP. Um, the song and the album itself won two golden discs and another Psy World Digital Music Award for the month of October. It was Song of the Month. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Tell Me is totally one of those like legendary, never going to be forgotten, stamped in the halls of history K-pop songs. Yeah. It was just so popular. Um, okay. So then in February of 2008, the Wonder Girls joined JYP as special guests along with Jaylim, Min, and G-Soul um, on his month-long tour that was called JYP Bad Party. Um, and it was in Korea and the U.S. Well, right on the tail of this, you know, part one of JYP's Wonder Girl backup singer's fantasy come to life. Uh, and another uh, beginning of their American explorations is that in March of 2008, the MTV Wonder Girls season three aired, which was called Sends in New York. And it was all about their time in New York. And they did a bunch of touristy things, um, but they also like it's about them, um, like their show and filming things and, you know, having time. They visited. I watched some clips of it yesterday and they like they get a some boy named Charlie gives them like a tour of NYU and then they get a tour of MTV. And then in the last episode, they take them up to the snow and they get to do like tubing in the snow. And it's fun. just a little New York adventure show. Well, good for them. <laughs> All right. So next on the music on May 22nd, 2008, they released a single called so hot. And the teasers for this uh, single, JYP made a very big deal about them and was like, the Wonder Girls are sexy now. Mm -hmm. Look at their new sexy concept. One more time. Most of the people in this group are 15. The oldest member is 19. There are two. <laughs> yeah. And then there are the youngest is 15. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like the time to rebrand them as sexy is not, not when I would choose. yet. No, no. But this song won 11 music show trophies. Mm -hmm. 11. Yeah, it won 11 music show trophies. It was, again, the song of the month for the Digital Music Awards. And it also won an Mnet 20s Choice Award. So this song was very, very popular. Um, the music video grossed me out from the very beginning only because they are inside of a box that says... For JYP. And I thought that was upsetting because I, yeah. God damn it, JYP, sit down. Yeah. This, this is not about, about you. you. However, the song is very fun. It's like soft and quiet and it's, it's softer than I thought it was going to be. For a song called yes. So Hot, that is literally yeah. about like, I'm Everyone's so hot. looking at me because I'm so hot. That's mm -hmm. really all it is. Um, but yeah, they're wearing like leopard print outfits to be like, mm, sexy. And then they're all in like different sets being like fawned over by very large groups of men. Very large Like upsettingly large groups of men. Like not just like five hot guys, like 15 like yeah, guys. At least 10, double digit numbers <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frightening. <laughs> the stylist did say that like cheetah print was the main concept behind all of their looks in the music video and the stages. That was like the central piece. Um, there's no overt retro inspiration in the song itself, but there are disco balls all over the music video and a lot of their stages. Um, that was their first single. Next. 
Next up, on September 30th, 2008, they put out their second EP, which finishes out their little set for the Wonder Years trilogy. And their single was Nobody. So, 60s Motown inspired. Um, Absolutely. Very overtly, like maybe the most overt and on the nose and actually got it right of their like retro concepts. Absolutely. I like. I, absolutely. I would uh, agree There's with one that other, well. but this one is this one is pretty good. A lot of them are reaching in weird ways. And there's another good one. We'll get to it. Anyway. <laughs> Nobody. It was a big deal. It was a very, very big deal. It went straight to number one, and it stayed there for four consecutive weeks. It won five Song of the Month awards between September and October. The M Countdown performance was the first K-pop video to reach 50 million views on YouTube, and it remained the most viewed K-pop video on YouTube until September 1st, 2011, when Girls' Generation put out the G music video. Nice. It also won one, this album and song won one golden disc, three soul music awards, three mamas, and like I said, all those song of the month awards. It was a fucking very, very, very popular song. And we are going to watch the English version of the music video at the end of the episode because that is their most watched music video by over 50 million views. It's so much more popular than the others. Wow. So we'll get to that later. Um, also on this EP, there are three original songs with then other like remixes of Nobody. There's like four different versions of Nobody. So many Nobody, Nobody remixes. This. So many. Just period. So, so many. many. Um, but the two B, there are two B sides that are not by JYP on this. <laughs> wow. Uh, one of them is called I Tried and it's by Hong Ji Sang. And I believe that Hong Ji Sang is a JYP uh, songwriter. He comes up a lot in the Wonder Girls. So he is like okay. a songwriter that has been with them from the beginning. Um, and then Saying I Love You is written by Yeon. So the first track that she has to her name for the Wonder Girls. Very nice. So the next thing that happened is in February, twenty, starting on the 28th in 2009, they did their first concert, which was called The First Wonder. And the first show was in Bangkok, Thailand. And then subsequent shows were in the, the U.S. shows were part of, once again, the JYP 2009 tour with JYP and the Wonder Girls. They stopped in L.A., La Mirada, and New York. And then they went back to Korea in March and did Seoul and Busan shows. And then those shows had 2 a.m. and 2 p.m. as the openers for those shows. Sure. Because they were new. Wonder Girls are their seniors. Yeah. So those boys had to open as the new boys. Oh, how fun. Yeah. I saw this. I read an article in the Korea Times, which was about this tour, and it was somebody who had like gone to one of the concerts. And I just liked this quote at the end. They said, unlike boy bands that boast a large, loyal female fan base, girl groups find it difficult to hold concerts by themselves. But the Wonder Girls showed that they were a well-rounded pop group with fans ranging from young students to housewives, businessmen, and even senior citizens. Yeah. And I thought that was a great everyone. illustration of how freaking popular they were. For everyone. For everyone. Um, okay, so then in March of 2009, we had another MTV season. This one. Or no. This no. is an Mnet. This is their documentary. Okay. Yes. Here we go. 
And this is called Welcome to Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And it start, It aired March 6th is when it started. It was a 12-episode Mnet documentary, which showed the process of putting together the previous tour. I watched the first episode of it last night. I tried to like watch as much of the reality as I could get my hands on and again only subtitled in like Vietnamese (laughs) or something I couldn't read but I found what I could and in the first episode the entire first episode is like the girls are wearing these weird pink dresses and they're filming some kind of VCR in a dressing room where they're getting in a fist fight in English and it's so similar to the fight they have in their movie but the movie doesn't come out for like four years but anyway, they just like keep doing it and they keep laughing. And I watched it so many times. And Yubin keeps saying like her line is, you want to piss off me? <laughs> and it just like kept making me laugh because she would kept saying, you want to piss off me? Like, <laughs> that's not the order. But anyway, it's very so that's what I know about Welcome to Wonderland. I'm sure they got into other stuff. But that whole first episode was just them filming this fight. That's really funny. I mean, it's interesting that you, that that fight or that there is such a similar scene in their movie, which doesn't come out for another like couple years. But there are like some weird shady things about their um, U.S. timeline. Yeah. I feel like things that were like, like JYP would always like talk about things that were coming out and then they would never come out. And then like or he would say something was coming out and then something else would be released. And it was just like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, I read doing? somewhere. This made me wonder, like, this seeing this weird filming they were doing, because I read somewhere that JYP had also intended the Wonder Girls movie to be, like, really ironic and meta and fun and, like, Flight of the Concords and, like, Mm -hmm. mockumentary style. And he made a baby movie for babies that's not good instead. So I don't know. Weird. Because that makes me wonder, like... Is that because JYP has no idea how to pull that kind of thing off? Or is it like, I don't know, did it just get like taken in a different direction and like snowballed out of his hands? I don't know. Like, does he not know how to manage it? Does he not know how to pull off the original ideas he has? Does he change his mind halfway through the ideas? So many questions. Yeah, I have so many questions. But we don't have the answers. (laughs) What we do have is that in the next month, April 10th, they put out another single, which was called Now. And this was a remake of a Finkel song. But I thought this version was weird because like it is the Finkel song, but it somehow has like even less melody, which is hard to do with a first gen song that they like even took more out of it. But the music video, they're wearing like these like gold hoochie outfits and doing like hair flip fan slow-mo body rolls. And then they're also like cat burglars doing like acrobatics and escaping lasers. Yes, I had to look this up because I had so many questions about the music video. Because I was like, wait, why? Oh, because halfway through it, you realize that all of the shots of them, like having been in this house, they have broken into someone's house. Someone who looks suspiciously like Rain. Yeah, I saw it is that. not Rain. Yeah, because there's a gross like, like eating him. food. Yes, part. Uh, so he has this whole scene in front of the fridge where she's like eating all this random shit and like but at a certain like point gel like booger gel and she a eats jar. Like, like jello and then it? she eats like a jalapeno and then she puts like antacids in a cup and she drinks that like all sitting in front of the fridge and i was like what is happening this is almost a shot for shot remake of the original finkel music video 
okay yeah with like well. a few little jokes <laughs> like i think that so he like drops antacids into the cup and drinks it but in the original like she's just drinking a soda but she does mm. eat the like weird peppers and like shit so like the that. joke is probably like oh it would hurt your stomach if you ate this weird yeah 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 okay. so i think okay. this was like them making the same music video but with a little bit of a wink. little cheek a little bit of a wink <laughs> i love it i love it Okay, so next, this is a very big chunk of time, and I put it as March-ish 2009. Yes. This is when the Wonder Girls moved to New York. And I'm going to say right now, we covered this very extensively in episode 66 of the show. It's called K-pop in the USA. But to quickly reiterate, um, in June of 2009, they released an English version of Nobody. They announced an English version of Tell Me in June, as well as an English album that never came. Mm -hmm. The next day after they put the English album, English Nobody out, they started opening for the Jonas Brothers on tour. They were originally only supposed to do 15 shows, but they were asked to stay for 45 shows wow. in the U.S. and Canada and they toured until October, which is crazy. But then in October, when the tour ended, nobody entered the Billboard Hot 100. And that was the first time a K-pop group had ever entered the Billboard Hot 100. Amazing. Making history. Yes. But they did really, like, they lived in the U.S. But... Not well, because as mm -hmm. we noted in episode 66, JYP got in big trouble because the building he had the Wonder Girls living in was an office and it was not zoned to have people living in it. Yes. So he got like fined because they didn't have like proper air ventilation and water and shit. Yeah. And I learned so today. Many things. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I learned that when they got back to Korea and they interviewed them at the airport, like, how's it been being in America? Sunmi said that she cried every day and she hated it. Yeah. I mean, they were very busy and they didn't have actual legal quarters. And again, and they were in I school. am. Yeah, they were still in school because they're still they, teenagers. They weren't. Like they oh, they weren't like, in school. The little girls had to drop out and were not being schooled. Well, that's like, I'm, what I meant was they should have been in school. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> they yes, yes, yes. They were still yes. school aged. <laughs> yes. And should have been in school. Um, even though the tour started over the summer, it went into the school year. Um, but also, I feel like they probably were even busier than we think then we like know because of this whole weird fucking english album jyp mm -hmm. talked about this english album so many times it comes up so many different times for like more years yes. like three more years, years of this time he's gonna continue to talk about, about this. this english album he will bring it up he will say that oh all the songs are chosen oh it's finally ready oh it's gonna come out that's the next thing we're doing we literally are never gonna see it never because um, this was 11 years ago. Yeah, because this was 11 years ago. But also, like, yeah, he just tried. He he kept bringing it up. And so I only say that to say, like, the time that they spent in the U.S. was a mess. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very sorry, Wonder Girls, that you had to deal with it. all of that shit. Yes. JYP. But I will say that at the very least, and we discussed this in the K-pop in America episode, 
that a lot of people were introduced to the Wonder Girls and K-pop because of that Jonas Brothers true. tour. So very, like, very, very, very true. If you have to put one star one on silver it, lining, at least some people got to see the Wonder Girls, and that's cool. True. Very true. But the ultimate fallout of this, I think, is that yeah. in January of 2010 on the 23rd Sunmi announced that she would be leaving the wonder girls mm-hmm. um the official statement was jyp entertainment has announced that mimi from the wonder girls oh mimi was her american name i forgot has decided to postpone her musical career to pursue an academic career the statement was worded very carefully to make it seem like attempt to say that it was a temporary leave mm-hmm. Nothing was going to happen. I went and found some old Wonder Girl blogs to see how people felt about it. Um, And it seems like there was a mix of like debut fans still feeling hurt about losing Hyuna and Mm. like being like, not like not another member like, oh, no. Yeah. Ah, And being scared. Um, And then mean people being like, what a selfish brat. She should have stuck it out for her group. Um, Yeah. Sunmi herself, a few years later, said of the decision, I was so accustomed to receiving love while being in the Wonder Girls, and you're supposed to be happy in front of the public, but I lost my original intentions. I didn't think I was humble at that time, and I needed to self-reflect. Yeah, so she took time off. She went to college, um, and she. we also know now that like she has bipolar or by. Borderline personality yeah, disorder, and so like she must have been having a very difficult time in the fucking slums, being of a New York teenager, and like yeah, yeah being like in, seventeen in an office building in another country. Live in this sucks. office building, oh my god. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so this is the second member to leave uh, Wonder Girls. However, that very same day, JYP <laughs> announced that Hyelim would be joining Wonder Girls. Um, So she had been training and performing in China since 2009. Um, You mentioned earlier that they were part of this, like, JYP Chinese extension. And people in China, like, referred to them as the JYP sisters because they didn't, they weren't a real group, so they Mm -hmm. didn't have a name, but people were like, oh, those JYP sisters. And the JYP sisters were Haylim and Jia and Faye, who would debut in Miss A in Mm. a little bit. Interesting. All the JYP girls who spoke Chinese mm. were all like in a little <laughs> in a little group crew. together. But yeah, so JYP had her ready. Was like, you're in the Wonder Girls now. Yeah, didn't yes. even let the news. Didn't even give the fans a minute to finish reading the news of right. Sunmi leaving before he announced her replacement. So that was in the very same day. All right. So then, May fifteenth, two thousand ten. This newest. Our iteration of Wonder Girls, which is Sunny, Yoon, Sohi, Yubin, and Halim. So we have three originals and two new quote unquote members. Yes. And this single is called Two Different Tears. This track was simultaneously released in English, Korean, and Chinese, and it debuted at number one and stayed there for three weeks, but it only got one music show trophy, which was the least amount of music show trophies of their whole career, and I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. It just gave me a hmm. Um, yeah, and apparently the like 
retro inspiration for this song is disco. Mm-hmm. That's what they because said. In, that's what they said. But <laughs> I found it very confusing because in the music video, JYP is wearing like a full like late 60s mod squad like mushroom hair. Like his whole outfit is like so Austin Powers. Yeah. And then they cut to the Wonder Girls who were wearing bathing suits over bike shorts with like crazy wigs and like their outfits are nonsense and also bobby lee from mad tv is there making crazy faces the whole time yeah and he's a robot they like take his face off at one point and Mm -hmm. he's a robot yeah he's a robot or like a also maybe a like a disco alien um Mm, because like mm. that's where the disco (laughs) part comes in for sure is like at the end when they're in the spaceship with all of these like disco aliens that they're like doing the robot with them um yeah very weird music video um but the song is fun i thought that like the the like breakdown in the middle felt very kylie minogue new disco to me so i could like see it where they were going with it um definitely not in the overall styling though they didn't go for like a disco aesthetic in the clothes at all but Um, i did there is one music show stage where they're wearing like denim and like neon and everybody yes. except Sun Yi has like this weird like black bra on top of her shirt and it's awful. But the rest of them look perfect yeah. and the outfits are so cute. I agree. So that cute. one is really good. And that is the stage that's in our playlist. So if you go on YouTube <laughs> to look for our episode playlist, it's already there. It sold over 2 million digital copies by the end of 2010 and became the sixth bestseller of the year. It also debuted at number six on the Canadian singles chart on May 20th. Um, But unlike a lot of their other songs, this one didn't actually win any kind of end of the year awards. Um, It has no further accolades. Um, And it was released as a single. And then it was also part of their third EP, which had the same title. Um, And that's a four track EP that has a lot of English versions of uh, their previous singles, Nobody, Tell Me and So Hot. Um, So those three, including different tiers, mean all songs on this EP are written by JYP. (laughs) next up on the timeline from june 4th to july 17th 2010 the wonder girls went on a world tour by themselves without jyp not really not really i'm sorry because (laughs) they did 20 shows in the u.s and in korea like all over the place 2 p.m opened for half of the shows 2 a.m. opened for the other half of the shows, but Hawaii had to get JYP opening for their shows. Hasn't Hawaii suffered enough? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but I did look it up, and the venues for this tour averaged at about a thousand seats, which isn't nothing, but like mm-hmm. just to say they weren't selling out stadiums or anything. But yes. 20 shows, like that, I that seems like that they hoped that their Jonas Brothers crowds yeah, would trying come to keep see that them. wave going for sure um and i feel like it's worth noting that this new iteration of wonder girls that we are currently in with the five members that you just listed yun sohi sun yi yubin and Halim, this is the group that i think they that produce the most work so this mm-hmm. is the version of the wonder girls that has the most like discography, filmography, etc., to their yeah. name. So you could argue that this is like the most 
well-established version of Wonder Girls because like mm-hmm. when we, I think what is happening when we watch those, when the, we would watch things and be like, why don't I see Sunmi? It's because we were seeing this version. Right. Because this, they, this is like kind of the version. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the rest of 2010, they had another MTV season. This was just five episodes about their world tour. Mm-hmm. And this is their last season of MTV Wonder Girls. So five episodes and then they're done. Um, and then the next thing on our timeline is a whole year away. Is that right? Yep. A whole year later. Okay. So in July of 2011, they performed at the closing ceremonies for the Special Olympics in Athens, Greece, and they sang Arirang, the English version of Nobody, and the Korean version of Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Neat. Then finally, a whole year, more than a year since their previous release, they are putting out their second album. On November 7th, 2011, it was called Wonder World, and the title was Be My Baby. The company specifically said that there would be no retro inspiration to this comeback. Originally, the album that was supposed to come out was this English album, which JYP Mm. claimed was all ready to go. Of course. And then it was meant to have a new image. And the company stated, quote, as opposed to retro, we feel that it will be more pop. But we just recently talked about Be My Baby because I think somebody sent it in to us to say, like, is this disco? Yeah. Yeah. And we said, no, it isn't disco, but also, like, it is something though, because yeah. it has, I wrote that like the retro vibes were indescribable because it has a very, very, very K-pop like breakdown rap, but it also has that like Motown girl group inspiration. It also has a lot of like 80s inspirations to it. And I just like don't know The way where. that they're dancing on those plain white stairs it feels like not the Lawrence Welk show, but like one of those like PBS shows from the fucking 60s. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it seems crazy that they would say it isn't retro inspired. Like they're all wearing the same like 60s yeah. cut like baby doll. I know. Doesn't dresses, that seem like, insane that they would even bother to say that that was like not. And the way that it's used in the movie mm-hmm. is that they are like in the movie, they're specifically being like, it's a Motown callback. Yes. Yes, you're right. It's, they specifically are because in the movie, they specifically talk about meeting a Motown singer and then like she helps them prepare for their show where they sing Be My Baby. She so, gives like, them the dresses, the dresses. from her yeah. own closet. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck are you talking about, JYP? This isn't retro. But whatever. The album entered and peaked at number one. It stayed in the top ten for four consecutive weeks. It won five music show trophies um, and was the gown song of the year uh, for the month of November, which I don't know what that means, gown music (laughs) charts. Like, how can you say it's song of the year for the month of November? But whatever. This This is what it said. Um, They had four promoted singles off of this album, Be My Baby, GNO, which stands for Girls Night Out, Me In, which is, uh, we've talked about that before because it samples um, an old Korean rock song, and Mm -hmm. uh, the single Girls Girls. 
This one actually was the first album that has more member input. Um, five of the 12 tracks are by one or more members. Oh, nice. Only three of the 12 are by JYP. And the other four Overtake are by him. random. Yeah, so it's either the girls or other songwriters. Um, and this album is fun. I particularly really, really, really loved the song Sweet Dreams off of it. It's a perfect 2 p.m. style fuck jam. Or I should mm. say 2 p.m. did a perfect Wonder Girl style fuck there jam. You go. There you go. <laughs> um, the next thing on the timeline, on January 11th, 2012, the Wonder Girls released the music video for a song called The DJ Is Mine. This is like a collab song with a fake girl group called the School Girls. Mm-hmm. That was a Nick Cannon project made up of actresses. They are not a real music group, but they are in their movie, which aired on February 2nd, 2012. And in episode 69, nice, of this podcast, we completely recapped and played clips of that movie. That episode is weirdly extremely unpopular. It's like our least listened to episode next to like announcement episodes. Like when I put them in order, I don't know why that episode is so low. Guys, watch a 40 minute Nickelodeon movie. It will not kill you. It's very fun. (laughs) Like it's a good time. We had a good time. (laughs) We had a good time. But also this explains the year long absence on our timeline beforehand. They were 2011. They must have been in New York filming or wherever the fuck they were. LA filming this (laughs) anyway. All right. So. After their movie comes out on Teen Nick, uh, June 3rd, 2012, they put out their fourth EP, which was called Wonder Party. And the single is titled Like This. And for real this time, there is no retro inspiration this is just like a straight techno dance beat i feel like it kind of has like a 90s yeah. chorus just like the like this y'all like, like this. this yes like this it's y'all jock like this like yeah that is so 90s <laughs> so like come on yeah come on but um the single peaked at number one the album peaked at number three on the gown and number nine on the billboard world U.S. World. Uh, It won five music show trophies and a gown song of the month. Um, And yeah, I feel like the music video is a really, really good example of why Wonder Girls choreography is so popular to learn because it's really, really fun. And the whole concept of this was flash mobs. Yeah, there's like a real music video where there's like a fake flash mob. The Wonder Girls are like dancing at a mall, an outdoor yeah. mall. And then all of mm-hmm. the people join in on the dance. And then there's a second actual flash mob video where they do this at a mall. And some of the people in the crowd already know the dance. And then they start yeah. pulling fanboys up on the crowd. And then like all the, by the end of the music video, like the Wonder Girls are just completely like surrounded in people. But everyone is like doing the little because the dance just is like simple little jump ropey. It's little hops. Hoppies. And like a lot of knee wiggles. Yeah. And it's very cute. And the 
Yeah, it's very cute. Um, Yoon has some of my favorite moments. Yoon Yenny, hot film. <laughs> <laughs> she has some of my favorite moments in the music video and then also the flash mob because in the music video, there's like different points where she's like dance. She's doing like the little knee move like with like some random like guy from the mm -hmm. flash mob and every time his face is like I can't believe she's in front of me <laughs> and then in the actual flash mob she gets with the group of little children because there's like a bunch of different groups of people who know the dance and they're all grouped by age there's like little kids and preteens and like adults and she goes to all the little kids and it's really really cute <laughs> they're really really cute yeah very cute kids in that music video I wrote that down as a perk of it yeah, very, very cute kids. Um, there were uh, four promoted singles off of this. The DJ is mine, like this, R-E-A-L. Um, wait, that's only three. So I don't know what the fourth one was, but <laughs> whatever. Um, it was a six-track EP altogether. Two of them, two of the songs were by Yin. One of them was by Yubin, and only the title is by JYP. Okay, we're pushing him out. I like it. Pushing him to the side. Get out of here. Um, so on July 7th, 2012, it's tour time again. And this was called the Wonder World Tour 2012. This was four shows. Seoul in July, Singapore in September, Kuala Lumpur in October, and Jakarta in November. And I read an article about how many celebrities went to the Seoul show because it was like only their second concert like in Korea ever. Yeah, they did so many. They have at this point done so many concerts and only two of them have ever been on their home turf. Yeah. Because also Wonder Girls is a group that like all of them are Korean. Yes, that's true. None of them are international members. That's true. Um, so lots of celebrities came, including Sunmi came to this show and Tiffany and Sohyun, who are who from Girls' Generation, were music core hosts at the time. And they, like, apparently ran out of music core and rushed to make it to the Wonder Girls concert. Of course. The Wonder Girls icons. I love that. Also, Wonder Girls and Girls' Generation are very good friends um, because they debuted around the same time. And so they were, like, constantly in music shows together. There are very, 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 very cute compilations of their interactions at music shows and award shows, and they're called Wonder Girls Generation. Oh, and course. I think that's so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. So they're good friends. I love it. All right. That same month on July 10th, we have what, what a statement. A digital single called Like Money, which features the Senegalese American rapper Akon. Remember him? Yep. I remember <laughs> when he was literally I remember when everywhere. he went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do remember him. Actually. I remember he was very popular when we were in high school. Yeah, that, so that's um, why the 2012 throws me because I was like, I feel like when Akon was in every song was like 2007. Yeah, well, because I think this is after he went to jail. Oh, damn. JYP. I know. 
better mm-hmm. choices. But yes, anyway, this is an English song, and they clearly used a lot, or like, I don't know, a lot, but they spent money to make like CG- a CGI music video where the Wonder Girls like are, like where they put their heads on robot bodies. Yeah, they are like specifically supposed to be bionic women. There's even like a spoken, spoken intro. Spoken intro. At, like, like a robot in the music says video. their names. Yeah. yeah yes um yeah and it's a very auto-tuned dance track it's super 2012 like very much of the time um and it is the last english release by the wonder girls um but it's written by the same people who wrote the dj is mine okay yeah Mm -hmm. it debuted at 11 on gown and was downloaded over half a million times so yeah in South Korea alone, it was downloaded over half a million times, and it became one of the best-selling English songs in South Korea of 2012. Well, dang. Mm-hmm. All right. On July 25th, 2012, they made their Japanese debut with an album called Nobody for Everybody. <laughs> and that is because this is a six-track album, and three of the tracks are Nobody. Japanese Which nobody, also brings English our nobody. numbers of nobody versions to like 10 because this doesn't include all of the re- remember that other album we said like uh-huh. gosh there's so many versions of nobody on this well here's three more yes three more um and then the other songs were like uh, just re-releases like there's yeah. just a Japanese version of nobody and then a bunch of re-releases stuffed on here but it still managed to get to seven on the Oricon album chart for them um and then i just i threw this in here because i found it when i was deep digging last night but on october 29th 2012 i found this interview of the wonder girls sitting in a music studio with nick cannon and they're being interviewed by axs tv and axs is like a ticket selling website yeah so they didn't know they had a channel i didn't either um and it's the most awkward fucking interview it was five minutes long but it felt like 40 it was so awkward but in this interview nick cannon is like the album is recorded like i wrote the songs like they're just being like straight up talking about this album that doesn't exist and yenny keeps they ask yenny like what kind of songs are on it like and she's like oh all kinds of different songs and it's just like you guys are lying like was it is was it always a lie like are the wonder girls sitting there being like all kinds of songs and like have never record like haven't seen nick cannon since they had to film that movie in 2011 yeah i don't know and the interviewer asks we will never know the interviewer asks them like what's it been like like because they like sort of introduce them like they are nick cannon's group like Weird. saying that he's like producing their album. He also says he's going to make another Wonder Girls, like that there's a sequel for the Wonder Girls movie coming. They're just what? talking about so their, many. He tells so them that he's going to get promises. his wife, Mariah Carey to like, he's going to ha- introduce Mariah Carey to the Wonder Girls. And they're like, Oh, that would be so fun. And like, it's really crazy, but I don't know, wow. just all these promises. And then at the same time, when I was watching that interview in the sidebar, Wonder Girls interviewed by Perez Hilton. Wonder Girls on TN. Like the things that JYP got for them are like the trashiest, mm-hmm. worst things. Yeah. Well, <sighs> nobody, the English version of Nobody that, like we said, was such a popular um, video that actually got featured on Perez Hilton, like of its own accord or whatever. So maybe JYP reached out to him because he was like, 
you said you something know nice. Who we are? Yeah, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I- yeah. So anyway, oh, yeah, just yeah, awkward. I- so much awkward American press where they're just like talking about stuff that isn't realized, and it's very strange. It's just so strange to look back on it, like see yeah. them talking about an album that never happened. That, to this day, like we have not seen hide nor hair nor whisper about. And so like, it's so strange to have just been like, why? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but okay. Now we're about to get into a long string of news. Mm-hmm. Yes. 2012 becomes the end of 2012 becomes quite, quite eventful. Quite eventful. So on November 14th, they put out a Japanese compilation album again with just all this, a bunch of songs they've already recorded, including that Akon song mm-hmm. and like one new Japanese song, Wonder Best. I couldn't even find a tr- t- track, track list, list for yeah. this freaking album. So that's all I know about it. But a few weeks later, on November 27th, 2012, Sunny announced that she would be getting married and JYP would be putting the Wonder Girls on hiatus due to this. <laughs> Yes. Because she now is the pillar. She is his favorite. That's exactly what I was going to say. She is the leader. She is the main vocal. She is his favorite. And she's getting married. And she's getting married. A ripe old age of 23. Of, at 23, which is super crazy for like not only idols, but just like Koreans in general, like getting married that early. But she's super religious. She met her husband in 2011 on a mission trip in Haiti. She, like, said she, like, saw him across, like, the way and he was helping some children and there was light emanating from him and God told her, that's your husband. He's very hot. Wow. Anyway. That helped, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure that helped. Um, But she admitted to her own relationship in 2012 um, on Mm. Strongheart. She, like, outed her own relationship on Strongheart and, like, was just like, this is my person. So they got married um uh January, January of 2013. <laughs> yes, January 2013, and the official statement said that the Wonder Girls debuted in 2007 and throughout the last 6 years under Min Sunyi's leadership, the Wonder Girls have achieved the success that they have so far. The company understands and respects her decision. For the time being, they expect her to concentrate on marriage and family life. And a representative for JYP himself said, marriage is a part of someone's private life and we are respecting that. The company's profits put aside, it's more important to respect one's personality and life. And this is JYP's philosophy. Which is a good philosophy. And we have stated before, like JYP is the only company that it has like mandated sex education for his idols. So we know that he is supportive of hashtag let idols bang, even though she's very religious and probably didn't. Um, but I appreciate this. I appreciate the way that this was handled by the company. And that was, that was, I believe the strongest um, sentiment in the K net world is that most people mm-hmm. thought it was really cool that JYP was being cool about it. And that he yeah. wasn't punishing her or like that he was like, yeah, I like it. She's my favorite. She can marry a nice boy. Um, other people definitely thought that she was pregnant because why mm-hmm. else would she be getting married? Yeah. Um, For the record, she was she not. She was not. Um, but then a lot, a lot of people like really sincerely did think at the time based on comment threads that like 
she would go on honeymoon and come back. And come back. Like, they really didn't think she would stay gone. I mean, that would have been really crazy if they had continued to promote with the, their leader as a married woman. I mean, she would have been the first female idol to ever, like, stay in a girl group after yeah. being married. Um, that would have been really cool. Would have been mm-hmm. cool. Um, but on February, so, uh, 6th, 2013, after that major announcement, the year ends a few months later, um, four of the remaining members. So this would have been Yin, Yubin, uh, Halim and Sohi. They perform, uh, their last performance together at the closing ceremonies of the special Olympics winter games in Pyeongchang. Um, and this is the last time that they perform before starting their hiatus. And that was Um, like known, like when they did this performance, it was like, this is going to be our last thing. And then we're going on a break. Mm -hmm. Um, so very quickly after that, on April 5th, 2013, Sunny announced that announces that she got pregnant on her honeymoon, like all good Christian like girls do. Like a good do. Christian wife does. <laughs> they and, met on a mission, y'all. And JYP said, still in the group, not disbanding. Everything will remain the same. Would have been cool to have a mom in an idol in a girl, <laughs> I know, in an right? idol girl group. Would have been cool. Could have been Would cool. Been cool. Um, yeah. August 26th, 2013, um, Sunmi has finished her uh, college career and she debuts as a solo artist with 24 Hours, still under JYP. Yes. So she wasn't with Wonder Girls, but she was still with JYP. So she, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, the Wonder Girls were on hiatus. Right. So she debuts during their hiatus. Very true. Also during hiatus in October of 2013, Sunny's first daughter, whose name is Haley, was born. And JYP is still saying nothing is changing about the Wonder Girls lineup. But that proves to not be true. (laughs) Just a few months later, on December 12th, 2013, Sohi departs from the Wonder Girls. Her contract renewal came up and she decided not to renew Instead, she would sign with BH Entertainment as an actress the following year. And then in the summer of 2014 is when Yeon debuted as Hot Felt, the solo artist with the single Ain't Nobody. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? That's why all their relationships started in 2013, because oh, they're they on, hiatus. on hiatus. And now they have time to date. Get boyfriends. Holy shit. <laughs> the, you know what? There's one K-pop mystery we can check we off. We just solved it. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So on December 14th, 2014, a year after the contract renewal from last year, Sunny declares in an interview with a Christian magazine at a church concert that she has left the entertainment industry. The quote is, Return to the entertainment industry? That won't ever happen. The emptiness of popularity? I wish to spend my my life resolving myself through the gospel and in Jesus. So she says at this thing she is done. And JYP says, uh, no, she's not. She resigned her contract last year. I don't know what she's talking about. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, but then she announced at this concert or at this thing as well that her and her husband would be moving to Haiti for five years to do missionary work. And spoiler alert, they only lasted a year because she decided that the living conditions were not good enough to raise a child. There's not clean well, water there. That sounds, I mean, the first thing I thought when I read this bullet point of like, she and her husband will be moving to Haiti for five years. I was like, didn't you just have a baby? Like you have a baby that's under like a year old and you're going to try to go do missionary work in Haiti right now. What are you do? What are you doing? What are you, is this the only way you can escape JYP? <laughs> I think Is so. that why you joined the missions? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it wasn't all bad news because six months later, a comeback is finally announced on June 24th, 2015. And along with this comeback announcement is the announcement that Sunmi will be rejoining the Wonder Girls. So now and we they have will, four. Now we have four. They will return as a four-member band with Yoon on the keys, Yubin on the drums, Kaylim on guitar and Sunmi on the bass. And I do think, cause like that means that we got into K-pop when the Wonder Girls were on hiatus. Yeah. And so the first thing that they would have come out with is their band concept. So that must be why I always had it yeah. in my head. Like Wonder Girls are a band because to me, they always were. Yeah. Um, but before that album, before the reboot happened on July 19th, JYP had to finally straight up admit that Sunyi and Sohee would not be coming back to the Wonder Girls. Like they are officially gone from now and forever because there were a lot of rumors swirling, like with mm -hmm. Sunmi coming back, that people were like, will they just reunite the whole Wonder Girls for this comeback? And JYP mm. had to be like, no. They finally had to say no because for years they'd been saying like, no, Sunny's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. But yeah, finally in 2015, she really is. She is a mom and a missionary now. And she's and not so a he wanted girl. to be an actress. Yep. So now we have four members and they come out with their third album on August 3rd, 2015, titled Reboot with the single, I Feel You. And this is absolutely retro inspiration from the 80s. This was the other one I was going to say. I think they nailed this one. I give yes. them credit for nailing this one. I agree. I think that they nail this one and I think they nail their next one too, which we've talked about a lot. Um, but yeah, I absolutely adore, like this is 80s girl brand perfection, hottest Barbies in the toy store. Mm -hmm. Like they are there with their bathing suits and they're like, Yeon has her like kitar, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Um, and they do this like cute, they do like perfect choreo with their like high, high heels on their, in their, with their kitar and guitars. Um, and yeah, it's great. It's really good. Um, like I said before, only Yin knew how to play her instrument beforehand. Um, but all of the girls learned how to play. None of the members actually recorded the instrumentals for the album, but they do always perform live or they did always perform live. 
The album debuted at number five on the gown and number two on the Billboard World charts. It went, it was ranked number 18 on the 20 best albums of 2015 in Fuse magazine, number one on the 10 best K-pop albums of 2015 by Billboard magazine, number one on the best of 2015 for Japanese iTunes, number four on the 25 greatest K-pop albums of the 2010s by Billboard magazine. This was a very, very, very well-received and critically acclaimed comeback. Absolutely. Early Rec, Reboot is a great LP. Reboot is a fantastic album. It has 80s vibes through the whole thing. And wouldn't you know it, the members wrote and produced every single track on this 12-track album except for the title, which is a JYP. (laughs) But what a cool... Hmm, what a coincidence that this album happens to be so fantastic and it happens to be the one that they actually had a hand in everything that they got to do. Very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Yeah, but this music video really is like a feast if you haven't seen it. My notes are 80s exercise video realness. Robert Palmer babes with guitars. Fog and sweat and boobs. That yes. is what it is all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm very, very, very excited for our eventual Sunmi deep dive because I can't wait to talk about the Venn diagram of the Wonder Girls reboot and Sunmi's soloist persona because her first album was produced, her first solo was produced entirely by JYP and her next one, she got to do her own shit and this came in between Mm. and this, this informed so much of who Sunmi became as a solo artist. So just have to put that Totally, totally get that. Totally get that. And when you watch like this music video and then the next music video that they put out, you can just like see where Sunmi is going to get a lot of the inspiration for her subsequent music videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next in the timeline, a year later, the next summer, July 5th, 2016, a single that we've talked about on this show 10 bajillion times many, because many, it is great times. and we will continue to do so. And that is called... Why so lonely? And this oh, that song never gets old. It never gets old because it is reggae, which is like super rare in K-pop and super fun. And like the retro inspo here is like 70s beach girls. Mm-hmm. They're just like boho beach cool girls and in the music video they have a life-size Ken doll and they are torturing it yeah yes they are want to do (laughs) um why so lonely did well on the charts it peaked at number one on gown and number five on the billboard u.s world it won four music show trophies it was also named again a gown song of the year for the month of july uh, and it won a korean music award as well um, it is the very first wonder girl single not written by jyp why so lonely is written by all four members who together voted on the genre and then wrote the song together with 
Hong Ji Sang, the songwriter mm-hmm, who has mm-hmm. featured on several of their albums before. And on this single, which has two B-sides, the members actually did record the instrumentals for the title and every other track on this music video. Um, and they would perform, on this music video, on this EP. Sometimes they would perform live with their instruments on music shows, but there is also choreo to Why So Lonely. So sometimes they perform it with just the choreo. Um, and yeah, the other two songs, Beautiful Boy and Sweet and Easy, are also written and recorded by the members. I was absolutely thrown by that music show stage that's in the playlist of them with doing the Why So Lonely in those adorable dresses with the little cutouts. I know. So cute. But so I was not cute. expecting the choreo. And it's a little weird and a little lazy. And I was like, did we have to do this? It just, I totally I'd never agree. seen it before. I was so confused by it. I had never <laughs> seen it either, which is why I put it in the playlist. Because I was like, this must be seen. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this song had choreo. It definitely doesn't need choreo, but <laughs> fine. The outfits are really, really cute. They are very cute. All right. That brings us to the end, but it always comes to when a Kate, we cover a group that is disbanded and we have reached disbandment day. We knew this when we got into it, when we started. When we started. We they were over. But on January 26, 2017, JYP announced that Wonder Girls was disbanded, that Yubin and Helim had renewed their contracts, but that Hotfelt and Sunmi would be going to do their solo stuff solo elsewhere. Work. But before they left completely, on February 10th, 2017, they released a single called Draw Me. This song is written by Yoon with Yubin and Hong Ji Sang, who was written, uh, mentioned earlier. Um, it's just beautiful, just a fine, it was supposed to just be a final gift to the fans, 10th anniversary, thanks for sticking with us, the lyrics are very beautiful, they're like, draw me a picture of the days when we were younger so that I won't forget it, Uh, it's very nice. This song is so gorgeous, it is just so good, and like, something we haven't really talked about is the fact that Wonder Girls is filled with very, very good singers, like, they're very good, like, Yoon is such a good singer, Sunmi is too. She's not in this one. Um, but like, obviously Sunmi is a good singer and like Yubin doesn't always sing, but she is a good vocalist as mm-hmm. well. Like Halem too. They're just, they're very good. They have a lot of really, really solid live performances. And I feel like this song is their only single that is a ballad, only title that is a ballad. And it really shows off their voices. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. A beautiful little goodbye song. Mm-hmm. But the goodbye lineup was just those four, Yian, Yubin, Halim, and Sunmi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so to put a little bow on it um, and see where, like, the last time we heard from the Wonder Girls, um, in June of 2020, on the 29th, there was a TV show airing called Don't Be Jealous, and Halim was on this show, Don't Be Jealous, and on the show is where she revealed her seven-year relationship with her Taekwondo boyfriend. Mm. They were introduced on the show as being a seven-year couple, like a reality show about, like, these people have been together for seven years. Oh, wow. Let's look at their lives. So on an episode of this show, the Wonder Girls have a small reunion where they throw Halim a little bridal shower. Um, Yubin, Sunmi, Sohi were all there, and they call Yeun and call Sunyi because they are not 
in town Mm -hmm. but they like buy her lingerie and they give her wedding advice like marriage advice and they're just like so grown up and pretty in their camel coats and they just like had a nice like a nice grown-up reunion and then at the wedding a month later yenny yubin and so he all got to attend the wedding so those so the water girls are still they still speak yes like as of 2020 they're still, they're still getting together for little mm-hmm. things and celebrating each other yeah and i think it's really interesting i mean i love that on that uh don't be jealous show like all six of them got to be involved in this bridal party, which like shows that they do all stick together because like we said, the, the way that the members changed throughout the years is very interesting because then with the exception of Hyanna, like Halim got to be in the group without Sunmi. Sunmi got to be in the group without Halim. And then when she came back to the group, Sunyi and Sohi weren't there too. So like, and yeah. then Yoon and Yubin have been there since almost the very beginning. Like Yubin only has five, like Yoon only has five months on Yubin yeah, as far as true. being there the whole time um, from beginning to end. So it's just so fascinating the way that they changed and the fact that they obviously like they had 10 years which is um with the exception of their little hiatus like they didn't have 10 fully active years but they did have 10 years um which is rare for a girl group I think it's hard to achieve and that they obviously had like pretty good dynamics like that could have gone terribly you know what I'm saying like all of the changing around I don't know man yeah no it's a it is a wonder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they made it work, but um, I'm glad that they did because they contributed greatly to the world of K-pop and we're grateful yeah. for them. And every single one of their titles is a bop. Like, they're mm-hmm. all good. Wonder Girls doesn't produce bad music. It's true. It's true. So we are going to take a quick break and then we are going to watch Nobody, the English version, to wrap this thing up. We'll be right back. All right, we're back and we're ready to wrap this up because we have complaining about this music video to do and we'll have six minutes to do it. So if you'd like to watch the Wonder Girls Nobody English version at 107 million views, cue it up and press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. We got our title card. JYP opening the music video. See the Wonder Girls back there. They are as his his back dancers. So here he is having his Eddie Murphy and Dreamgirls moment, where he is the James Brown figure of his fantasies only. (laughs) (laughs) Also, JYP, they didn't have five five backup singers is too many backup singers. Just saying. Yeah. Hey, J.Y. J.Y. Isn't that what they call him in the movie, too? It J-Y. sure is. Where are my Wonder Girls? <laughs> and then Y'all he sings this in the most ridiculous <laughs> falsetto. I If I didn't already know what happened in this music video, I literally thought he was going to look at it and say, like, this isn't for me. And, like, throw it away and the girls would find it or something. You know what I mean? Like, okay, JYP is now in a toilet singing on a toilet. 
and he has just been announced. So like the show is waiting to start. This is so gratuitous. I didn't need to hear you fart. Oh no. I don't need to know what you look like on a toilet. I hate it. Like never in my life did I need to know what JYP looked like on a toilet. Introducing the song that we've all been waiting for. Where is he? From his new album, Nobody. So we're all waiting for JYP, but he's stuck in the bathroom with no toilet paper. Oh my God. We are literally two minutes into this music video. My note that I wrote about it is like, I can't believe this is their most popular music video because it's literally ruined by JYP JYP. insisting upon himself. Always insisting upon himself. But here are the girls. And these outfits, these gold dresses are perfect. Everybody's hair looks great. I really, really love the the mic stand choreography that they do in this. They don't move the microphones, but they move around them. And I I just think that the formations are really smooth. Like Mm -hmm. I would 100% bump into a mic stand or two. Because they often, they do a lot of stuff where they like wrap their their hands around them in a lot of different ways. Like the ending move has their arms like locked around it from behind. And then they like move with it behind them. I don't know. Right, but before the chorus starts, they do like a whole like jazz square around it with like wide arms. And I don't know how this right right there. I would knock that over. And then (laughs) they do a jazz square into a formation change without knocking any of the mic stands. Very impressive. And they keep cutting to JYP being upset on the toilet because they're stealing his thunder. Yeah. And we don't need to cut to him anymore. No, like, this is about the it's Wonder their Girls music now. video. See, still, I don't care that he's on the toilet. Even this choreography with the mic stand, like you can just watch it and do it. Like that, I think is part of Wonder Girls charm is that so much of their choreography was like a little dance virus. Like everybody wanted to learn it. Yeah. And it was so learnable. Very learnable. And cute, just like cute shit. Mm hmm. So now we're going to get like a montage of them becoming really, really popular because it's a hit. Oh, Everybody JYP's loves them. JYP's happy and he's taking bows. It wasn't for you. You didn't do it. Oh, oh he's taking all the credit and doing yep. the dance. And he's doing the, the choreo. <laughs> but now, the Wonder Girls, top of the charts, recording lots of albums, in the papers. It's a whole This film. is our Dream Girls montage. Mod outfits. Oh, Even babies, babies are learning watching them. Look at their fancy mod haircuts now. Oh my god, the babies though, like, didn't our from our our dance class, Chanel, when she was on that K-pop star show, that dance team show, didn't she say that her mom would show her Wonder Girls videos when she was little? And like, yes, she was that little. She girl. was that little baby. <laughs> She was that little baby. See, even babies can learn it. This is the charm of the Wonder Girls. And Chanel now, she's an incredible dancer. Yeah. It's all because of the Wonder Girls. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love these fringy dresses yeah. so much. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. See, there's that See, low listen rapping. to that low. Yes. Oh, yeah, and see, and then the they wrap it around dip. with the little pose. Oh, so, so cute classy. Bendy. So classy. And Why then are we, we going back to the bathroom? Right back to the toilet. I don't need to see JYP on a toilet. <sighs> Hello? No, bro. No one's coming. To I help hope you, you never come out of there. Sit on that toilet forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. JYP. 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 <laughs> All right. Recommendation time. Um, as we said before, the reboot album would probably be my highest recommendation of album. Mm-hmm. I also think that. Uh, Wonder is it Wonder World? Which is the one has like Girls Night Out on and stuff? Yeah, Wonder, Wonder World, World from 2011 is also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I wanted to recommend because I couldn't put it in the timeline to find out why it existed or what it's truly so wild. But at some point during the America Times, JYP for no brand that I could find, like absolutely no brand wrote a song about Korean food called K-Food Party. And the Wonder Girls just, like, list Korean foods. Like, we've got kimchi and we've got ginseng. And they, like, sing about stuff. And the song is really bad. And it, like, has us. I I think the song has, like, a skip in it. Because every single version of it I found has That's like a, a skip, skip in, in it. it like i was like it can't just be a bad upload like this Weird. must be part of it but it's so insane i like don't know who it's for and like i said it's not like bbgo sponsored k food party like there's no i think jyp was just trying to promote korean food but to whom and for why i don't know so um look up wonder girls k food party and have a little giggle that's my recommendation. Wow, I like it. I've never, I've never heard of that either. I'm definitely going to look that up. That sounds ridiculous. Um, I came up with two recommendations. One with the uh, most prolific lineup of the Wonder Girls. So that would be the five members: Sunyi, Yin, Yubin, Sohi, and Halim. Um, the 2010 Mama stage, they perform So Hot, Two Different Tears, and Nobody. It's really fun to watch just because you see like to anyone and like 2 p.m. in the background. But then also um, So Hot, they do on uh, they do on like aerial silks, um, which Ooh. is fun. Like they do the whole thing on or like the whole little portion of it on aerial silks. And then they come down and they do like a very long costume change. And then they come out and do the other two. Um, and I also recommend their performance on you. I always say this wrong. We heels sketchbook. Um, this is the four member band version of the group. So Yoon, Yubin, 
Kalim, and Sunmi. And they do live band four member versions of Nobody Tell Me and I Feel You. Um, and they're really, really good. Like uh, each one of them actually gets a solo at one point with their instruments. So like uh, they, each, they each get one, the bass solo, the guitar solo, the drum solo, the keyboard solo. And like Yeon is so good on the keys. And then she pulls out her guitar too. The version of Nobody that they do is really fun. And I just think it's really, really fun that they were also a band. Yeah, that is a really neat little chapter. And it's too bad it didn't last longer because what a fun time. I know. We could have gotten so much more cool music out of them, especially because it was like the part of their career that they actually got control over. Um, But alas. Alas. But that is all we have to give you today about the Wonder Girls. Um, So I hope that you learned something and found some new bops and some new girls to stand because most of them are still doing things other than the two married girls. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are still like rapping and putting out solo music and being actresses and things. Absolutely. You can definitely find all of them except for the married ladies. Um. But maybe the married ladies will be because I saw that Halim's husband signed with her entertainment company, even though he's an athlete, because oh. I think they're reality show. You know, you got. Well, get I was that. just going to say she just got married in 2020. So like there's no telling that whether or not she like she didn't retire. Only Sunny. But also the funny thing about Sunny is I didn't say this is that more than I think with her second and third child. Or at least for sure with the third child. She signed with another company and promised that she was coming back to entertainment and literally had another baby five months later. (laughs) So, and she said her and Joe Kwan were going to put out music and I don't think they did. Moms are busy. They say things. Sure. And I mean, she has three babies. That's a lot of babies. It is. That's a lot lot of of babies. Um, okay, but that is it. This is like a two hour episode. So we got to get out of here. But um, you can find us online in all the places at amakpoppod, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails, linktree slash amakpop for links to things like our discord, our YouTube, our Spotify, all the playlists, patreon.com slash amakpoppod. Pay a little extra money for extra episodes. We just put up a spotlight, a stage outfit spotlight for ping pong with Hyuna and Dawn, and it was really fun. Yeah. Tangentially related. Tangentially related. Hyuna making clothes like I talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, We can also, you can call us 181-AMA-K-POP-5. You can send us a letter or a package, P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 90026. Nice. And yeah, I think that's it. Is that all the things? That's all the things. I think so. The link tree (laughs) is, is extensive. So just find our Twitter or Instagram and it'll take you from there. It'll take you from there. Um, Thanks for tuning in for this deep dive and we'll be back next week with something fun. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. bye Jongyan, you're our inspiration.